0: Welcome to Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. Today, I have the privilege of introducing you to Courtney Ford Hamill. She's the creator of the DeLand Indie Market as well as also the Sanford Indie Market. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity for you to, to be introduced to someone who not only curates and creates events, but someone who actually started as a small business with newfangled modern market, as well as also doing some event planning. So I thought she'd be a great resource to kind of share with you um, and can't wait for you to meet her. Hey, Courtney, what's going on?
1: Hey, v. uh Not much. Just wrapped up a market yesterday, so getting ready for the next.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can, I can definitely imagine. I, I'm kind of curious. I think people, uh, I think people would appreciate hearing, you know, your entrepreneurial side, how you kind of started everything. I know um, you originally, you know, you kind of did everything from, like I mentioned, newfangled, uh, modern market. You were kind of doing that vintage um, stuff, but you were also doing wedding planning. How did you go from wedding planning and event planning to starting indie markets? Tell, tell, tell me your story.
1: Okay, I'll tell you. Well, I can I can say today I was thinking about this. Today, uh, last month was or no, January was. 30 years since I started in the event industry and in the service industry, I started as a bus girl at 14 years old at a yacht club (laughs) during the Olympics when Nancy Kerrigan was ice skating. Everybody thought I was the young Nancy Kerrigan, (laughs) the little bus girl. (laughs) Um, And so I really I just stayed in the restaurant and service industry and. Um, went off on my own and started courtney ford event design and then um was doing that i met rusty my husband and he was doing architectural salvage and we both love vintage so i kept doing the event planning but we decided to open up a storefront newfangled modern market um so i was still was trying to balance both things and um it was pretty tough I didn't want to give up on the vintage side of things completely. So, and also when we had the shop, we had a lot of people that consigned in there. So jewelry makers, every, um, every two months we did an art show. So we featured an artist and they would stay up for two months. So we'd have a a art opening and, you know, do all these things and the art was always rotating. So we just, we didn't want to stop, but I also didn't want to have the 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 shop anymore so we started creating and thinking of, of of you know how to do a market so we started the deland indie market and that way we could host tons of vendors we started off small we wanted to see how it would take off um so we only had 40 to start um total and then we got up to 130 <laughs> before pandemic um so actually now we're going back <laughs> to the smaller markets. Uh, we're only hosting about 30 vendors right now, but you know, we just love, love seeing people thrive and small business, just supporting that. So that's why we, that's, and that's all I do now, just the markets, no more weddings. I found my passion. This is my love. And I want to just stick with this.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I think that's awesome. I also love the fact that you, how you kind of started, it was because you, you know, the fact that you already had curated a bunch of people and you've kind of figured, um, you know, like, hey, I want to showcase these folks, um, even though I don't want to open, a st- I don't want to have my store anymore. Um, and I know that when you do these events, you definitely pick a really good diverse group of like vendors, and you hand pick them. What, what do you look for when you pick uh, and choose your vendors? Like, is there anything that, you know, I think a vendor that is looking to apply to maybe one of your indie markets or any market in general that they should, you know, kind of look into or being able to kind of provide or showcase um, when they're submitting an application to be part of an event?
1: You know, social media. I mean, that's really, to me, whenever, when they submit their images and their information, I go straight to their Instagram and see, you know what their content looks like because i mean it's it's your brand so you know i want to make sure that they're going to be visually appealing at the market too with their setup you know you you're creating your own store for the day so you want to make sure that you know on when you when you know you're you're thinking about your instagram that you're making sure it's nicely curated so when someone like me comes to look at it you know we're like oh yeah that's going to fit in perfectly at our market that's the, what a great aesthetic you know because we want to keep a nice flow to the market and we want to be diverse, of course, but we want to make sure everybody looks well branded. <laughs> so that would be my my first piece, but make sure your social media is just on point.
0: Is there anything else that you look at? Like um, obviously, the it's. I guess it's, it's pretty hard to be able to, if you have similar, um, let's say similar categories of folks, um, is that something that you kind of play into play into factor, like saying, Hey, I don't have many of this, or Hey, if I do maybe yes. separation of like where you, where you put it, where you place them in your market and stuff like that. I mean, there's definitely a lot involved there when it comes to all that.
1: It really is. And it, it's, it's so hard to pick because we do get so many submissions and I always feel awful. I wish I could have all the land in the world where I could just have this (laughs) huge market um, because I feel so bad having to tell people no. But the problem is, is we do try to keep it to a minimum of each category. So I try to break it down, jewelry, handcrafted, t-shirt, you know, like I try to get as specialized as possible. Um, And of course, everybody, everybody's things are great, but I can only do so many. So, you know, like if you're a jewelry designer, that's so hard. There's so many amazing jewelers out there. I just can't have it all be jewelry, you know? So, um, same right now I'd say jewelry and like body products. There's just so many wonderful vendors out there. Um, it it does make it really hard because those two, I get so many ends and they fill so fast. So, you know, only do a certain percentage right now you know with these small markets you know i can only have a, a few of you know and not, honestly with the the body products i've i've had like maybe one or two each event jewelry maybe three or four you know and then try to do the rest different because it's just it's it's so hard right now <laughs> so just trying to balance it out and separating make sure everybody's kind of spread out so they're not a bunch of jewelry vendors right next to each other a bunch of body care People right next to each other, so being mindful with layout as well.
0: Yeah, I can definitely imagine, and I know that obviously you've become an expert doing it for so long. Like you mentioned, you've been doing the Deland indie market for over ten years, and uh, and I know the Sanford one they they're over two years now. You've been doing it. Um, one thing that I know that you and I have talked about, um, and I think it's something that I think is important for others to hear because um, a lot of times, you know, the importance uh, so an event is only as successful. As the amount of people that obviously show up and come, um, and so you would think that if you have, you know, let's say forty vendors, or even when we at one point when you had your max one thirty vendors, um, you know, obviously you're going to be promoting the event. But there's a huge importance on the, uh, you know, the you yourself, I guess, the vendor themselves actually getting the word out because you know the more people that show up, the more the more customers they have opportunities for, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you see, I know I'm probably annoying because you're, you're one of my vendors, you know, I, every week I'm like, Hey guys, (laughs) make sure you're promoting. I send the, you know, event image out, the Facebook page out because it is so important because that's just more reach. I mean, so if every vendor sends all their stuff out to their social media or invite people, you know, to the event page, you know, it just, I mean, think about it, (laughs) the possibilities that you can, when you have, you know, such a large event too which is kind of a different, we'll get to that topic. Go on.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so like, I know that, and yeah, and I mean, I, and I even look at it cause I'll, I'll tell folks, you know, Hey, I know you may have, even if you have a few thousand followers only like, you know, like, I think it's like 10% of your population actually sees the information being uh, disseminated out that you're kind of shooting out. So it's like, it's very right. important for, you know, not only for like the vendor, you know, the person doing the event, but also all the vendors to actually go and participate and be part of that, you know, because obviously, I know when I go and do it, I'm like, we're paying, we're paying to be part of it. And we want to have, you know, I want as many people as possible to be, to have a successful event and as many eyes on my product as possible. So
1: absolutely. And, you know, I, I pay for, you know, the Facebook and Instagram ads and stuff like that. But, you know, even only that only reaches so many people too. So even with paid advertising, you, you know, just it limits, I mean, every it's limited. So you want to make sure everybody's doing their best to promote,
0: Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. Um, I know that, you know, I'm, I'm always intrigued because you do, and I know that you do now the markets full-time, but I also, I also thought it was always interesting because you, you just do so many different things. Like, I don't really know. I I'd love to hear your thoughts on time management and balance of life because you, you know, you're, you're a mom, you know, you're a wife you're a handler to celebrity chef, Emily Allen, Uh, plus you do these markets, um, you know, and I know that you've also done, you know, at one point you were also part of other, you know, small antique shops and vintage clothing um, areas. So how do you do it? Like, how do you, how, how do you balance it all and and do the work-life balance? Um, but at the same time, time manage to be able to put your hands and your tech, you know, juggle everything at once and actually keep everything up in the air.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if I'm good at it or not, <laughs> but, um, uh, well, I pretty much just try my best. Now I I've started, stepping back from things because I was, I kind of was overextended to be honest. So um, we did decide to let go of the vintage aspect of our lives. Um, Rusty stayed in it a little bit longer than I did, but I actually left. Um, I was with Retromended Vintage for quite a few years after I closed down the shop because I didn't want to give up my my passion of vintage uh, altogether. So I was renting a space from Brandy at Retromended, which was great. Um, and we worked so well together, but I was just I know I wasn't, I wasn't putting my whole heart into it and I didn't want to be a slacker. So I decided um, Jan- January of last year that, to pull out. Um, Rusty stayed in a little bit longer. Actually, through this past summer, he stayed in, uh, as, in a shop as well. And so I told him, I was like, man, we need to start <laughs> condensing things. So we actually removed that aspect. Um, and as far as other stuff goes, I... I done events since my kids were you know born Uh, and uh and that was tough now that they're older i'm i'm actually i don't know if you know this i'm gonna be a grandmama so that's gonna be a new little (laughs) a new little excitement to our life so my kids are older now which is great um but with the with the markets i really just try to um just make sure like I get all my emails in and I try to answer uh, as fast as I can you know after I after we process and look through everybody's stuff um, and then just try to stay on top of all my lists like entering people in as fast as possible so I don't slip up I slip up of course everybody does Um, and when it comes to Emily Ellen the amazing retro ad chef uh, we have a really good thing going Um, I do most of like her filming with her uh, so we have a really good schedule uh, usually set It's been a little weird with pandemic, but we set our schedule for almost a year. So I know when I'm gonna be traveling with her and when we're gonna be filming certain things. So just keeping a good, clear schedule, good calendar (laughs) and just staying on top of things. But there's days I don't want to. (laughs) And I just wanna lay around.
0: For sure. And that, no, I could totally get that. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. You definitely need that moment of decompression and and just kind of like, oh, I just need to hang out and just kind of relax. That
1: was, I said that was today because we had the market yesterday and we had had such a great time at Sanford Porch Fest the day before today. I was like, I'm going to lay around until I uh, talk with Biggie. And that's where the whole hair washing thing came into when I text you today. I'm like, am I going to be on camera? Do I have to wash my hair? And if you could have seen it, you would know I'd ask. I had dreadlocks like coming, <laughs> oh but I did take a shower for you. So.
0: No, you always look beautiful. no matter what. Well, I appreciate that. And I know my <laughs> listeners appreciate knowing that, uh, that you're nice and squeaky clean. Um, when, so I do know, like when you finally do have some time um, to finally sit down and obviously yes. maybe enjoy a sandwich I'm kind of curious. Like, do you have a, a do you have a go to order that you like a favorite sandwich or go to order that you go with? And then, do you is there any places that you like to go to uh, to enjoy sandwiches? I know you and I have eaten at um, a few places before.
1: Yes, I I love sandwiches so so much. So that I mean, I I think that's how you and I probably bonded. I love sandwiches so much. They're my favorite favorite thing in the world. <laughs> um, but I will say locally. Manzano's for us in Deland, because we live in Deland, and it's right down the street from our house, so it's perfect. Uh, we we'll can walk down there, or Rusty rides his bike down there to grab our sandwiches for us. The NSB um, is delicious. It's my it's my favorite sandwich from them, so so I'd say Manzano's is my go-to, and, uh, and that delicious NSB sub, so... <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. That, that place is, that place is legit. If you are in Deland, I definitely recommend, um, that you go and eat it. The only sad part is that whenever there's a Deland indie market, they're closed. So you can't do both. Um, cause that would probably be like an amazing day in Deland right there, um, to be oh, yeah. able to knock out and have a sandwich and also do the event. But, uh, but yeah, for sure. Um,
1: I will say during the market, um, if, if they, if they don't have a limited menu, Bake chop also has one of my favorite um, it's, it's actually, I don't eat hamburgers, but I eat, uh, I, I just get the alternative, the impossible burger. Um, but it is so good. It has like beer cheese and crispy onions. And <laughs> I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's on the menu of Bake chop and that's my other go-to and you can get that cause that's right in artisan alley during the market. So,
0: yes. Yes, and they, they do have good food there. I do I definitely I definitely agree with that. Oh yeah. Um I wanted to ask um about you know, obviously you've run you run a small business. Um you obviously support a lot of small businesses based on the markets. Um is there any advice that you would give someone starting out or wanting to start a business?
1: Yeah, I mean I would say research, research, research. <laughs> making sure also that you have some money reserved because it's really, it's tough starting out, you know, and and all those unexpected things that you don't think about. And all of a sudden all this money is coming out of your pockets because you gotta pay this to the city. You gotta do that. You gotta pay for this form. You know, there's just so much that goes with it. So I'd say just making sure you research really, really diligently and just having some money um, and, reserve because I can say (laughs) that I wish I'd had some more money saved up when I first started because it it did make things so much harder, um, you know, figuring out, oh gosh, I got to pay this bill real fast before before that one, you know, so I'd say, you know, that those are two really, really important things, just having some backing there. And um, that, that, that to me is probably the most important.
0: What about, what about, how important is it something? Cause I always, uh, for me, it's obviously as owning a, I'm like, I'm passionate about my brand and about sandwiches and all of that. How much, I guess, how important do you think that plays a part into it? I mean, cause obviously you can always go into it and the small business side of it, we're saying, well, this will be a moneymaker and I can just do this. And then there's the other side of it where it's like, you know, that's like kind of that battle sometimes because you have that thought process. And then the other thought process is, Hey, I'm really passionate about this. I really love this. I'm, and, and you may not be, be as, Successful initially from it because maybe it's so, you know, niche or so something, you know, so specific, um, or something that only maybe you like and there's not as much of a population that likes it versus like the traditional, you know, hey, this is a quick money maker, I can make this. What, how do you balance that? Or what do you, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I will say, um, I think especially with when we had newfangled, um, we were lucky in that respect that it was it was just kind of a eclectic market. So we had mid-century modern furniture, we had um, vintage, and then we had all these other little components. Um, but some things weren't bringing us in the money that we need to, so we had to find fillers, quick sell type stuff. And it, you, know, you don't wanna lose the integrity of your shop by any means or your business, but if you have to do things in order to, you know fill in and make some more money and that way you know you're getting that reserve hopefully you know and then you can do more of the passion thing passion projects but getting those fillers not, nothing is wrong with that you know if you have to yeah. you have to do it just do it and then hopefully you don't have to do it forever uh we you know we we it's just a lot of learning uh you know uh, learning as you go kind of thing uh, we started off with one thing in mind and then it you know, it, it transformed a million times. So, um, yeah, I'd say just keep your, keep your vision, but if you have to do some things to get through, it's okay. You know, you're still in the game. So,
0: so that's actually a really good transition because I think that one of the things that I, I admire based on what you've had to do is having that, like have that vision and then being able to pivot. And obviously the pandemic has caused the massive, pivot for you trying to figure out new ways um, for you to be able to do markets and be able to do those type of things um so i'm kind of curious like on how you know how how you've kind of gone that about because obviously you you care quite a bit about you know everyone's safety and and you know and being able to over to do it because i have seen some markets you know some people are kind of going full still going full throttle um but you know at the same time i know that you you know you've had to figure out new ways of how can you make the markets um successful and at the same time you know do them um you know so can you kind of give me a little bit about how that thought yeah. process or what you've had to go through for that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let me think where to start. So when all this started happening, of course, you know, cause you were there, we did a market yep. March 8th, two, 2020. And then the next week the world was like, you know, we're like, okay, well, uh, so for, quite some time. Uh, I was just sitting in on different webinars and just talking with people like you, whatever, just trying to research and figure out, okay, what's, what are we going to do? Because at some point we do have to start back doing things because every one of these independent businesses is relying on us to come back. But how do you do it in a safe way? How do you do it in a way that's profitable? You know. It, it, I lowered my prices for all of my markets um, to try to give, you know, give people a little bit of a break where I, but this is my living. This is my, my what I do. So I do have to charge, so, but I did lower my uh, my cost for uh, about $25 just to try to give some relief, but, ho- you know, hoping that I could still make, make some kind of money off of it. Um, we, we decided to, uh not go through the cities right now because there is so much that you have to do in order to make an event happen um that it's not it was i was not capable of doing that so instead of doing big markets again which i wasn't i wasn't personally ready to do that we just decided to make them very intimate um dan from tuffy's bottle shop and lounge my good buddy i was like, I really miss doing these markets. I wanna do them safely. How do you feel about us doing them in your courtyard and in your new music box at Tuffy's? He's like, yeah, let's let's go for it. So we just decided let's go space people out, keep it nice and, and distant. Uh, I put up sanitation stations at every entrance uh, with masks, with, Sanitizer with wipes, uh, signage up everywhere, please wear your mask, please practice social distancing, use our sanitizing station. Um, because the bottom line is, is it's not gone and we can't, all we can do is just try to protect, but we also have to be back in business because people are going to, they, these little shops, these little independent businesses will not be here anymore if we don't do these things there's only so much online stuff you can do i mean you know i mean we've all been floundering through this whole thing just trying to figure it out and yeah and so uh so we have to come back we just have to come back safely and small um we have not done one in land yet but we are going to march 14th will be our first one um i'm a little nervous uh honestly th- this town uh, can be a little difficult with the whole masking thing. So it's, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that people yeah. just wear their masks, press their social distancing. We're gonna have them all ready, everything there for everyone. Um, and just hope that people are cooperative because you know, we, we need this to be done the right way. Uh, and and I'm looking forward to it, just hoping that everybody, everybody complies. Sanford has been wonderful. We've had a handful of people that have been like, no, <laughs> but I also tell my vendors you have the right to turn anyone away from your booth. If you do not, if they don't, if they won't put a mask on, you say, no, you, I, I I'm sorry. You have to put a mask on or just don't come in. So that that's what I've been doing uh, to try to, to try to get back and, and uh, yep. doing these events again.
0: And one of the things that I realized and correct me if I'm wrong, but I noticed that you're doing them. So you are doing them more often because originally the way it was kind of set up was, um, you know, Deland land was done like a quarterly it was like a quarterly thing. Um, mm-hmm. and then Sanford kind of almost the same idea quarterly or at least two, three times a year. Um, and so now there's,
1: we were doing both markets four times a year for each one. So there was only eight events, but they were larger and, and just a bigger scale with, you know, several thousand people coming to them. So now, yeah. So now we're doing, um, uh, well right now for this we call it spring season, um, the last Sunday Correct. of every month at Tuffy's. So we already, we just had our first and we'll do one March and April and then it just gets too hot. <laughs> so in Deland we're doing March and yeah. May and by May it's going to be sweltering and I, and, and that's it. So then we're off for the summer and then who knows what might happen in the fall, but I need to start planning that. So that's something that I'm trying to figure out as well. Like what is fall going to look like for us? Is But right now, yeah, we're, instead of yeah. doing the four large events per city, we're doing just little tiny pop-ups, uh, you know, at Christmas we did every Sunday leading up to Christmas time. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, it, it's cool to, to hang out at Tuffy's on a Sunday, every Sunday, but uh, <laughs> it's also is a, is a lot more work, you know? I, <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, even though you've created uh, you've kind of created and you know, like the process pretty quick, pretty quick, you know, now that you've done it enough at the same time, it is, you know, you're there, you're there the entire time. It is your entire Sunday um, being there for, you know, waiting for everyone to finish and get everything done. So yeah, I definitely understand. Uh, I definitely understand and. and and I, I let me tell you, I appreciate it because um you I, I know like when the events that you you that you when you know all the indie markets pretty much were always my must my must attend. Um I love the fact that one
1: I know and that made me feel so good. <laughs>
0: and one of the things that I will say that I really appreciated also was the fact that you kind of made it where you didn't want to pick places that were, you know, cause obviously we, I live in Orlando and Orlando has a lot of different markets um, and a lot of different things. You yeah. really made it a point, uh, which I appreciate it. One year from DeLand and you wanted to kind of showcase your, 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 your city. Um, and I thought that was really, really amazing. Um, because I, I, I was familiar with the land already, but it's somewhere, you know, it's like not your typical place that you would think there'd be a market. Um, but the community definitely, uh, enjoys it. And I think the fact that you select cities that are, are, you know, I know you have a certain criteria that you kind of look for, um, that, you know, that you think are, is kind of like not the. Your typical, but at the same time has a good demographic. Um, and so I know that, you know, hopefully I think, you know, as things get better, you'll kind of probably either maybe expand those or kind of look at other areas. Um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. I mean, actually Kelly brought uh, your, your big buddy and mine, you know, we've, we've been talking some and, and I, I, I do, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, I, I, I would like to see maybe one more City, because if we're going to do that, depending on the scale, um, if we're going to go big again, then I don't think I could take on any more than than one more city because, you know, the process for us, it takes about two months to plan each market because of going through all the applications because we're looking at everybody's images we're doing. And, and just with, there's just so much that goes behind the scenes. So, you know, basically when, i'm already working on one market before the other one is ended and it's just that's why deland and sanford alternated months so then to put another one in the mix it's it's a lot so i think maybe one more city but um it it does take quite a long time to plan these and i just want to make sure we're still organized and that that they that i keep the integrity of what i started and not overextend myself um if i kept them small and You Know maybe that it would probably be a lot easier to do multiple cities, um, because it's not as much. I'm still getting a lot, (laughs) almost the same amount of uh, of applicants, and I only but I only have 20 spots, so it's they fill up really fast. So I would probably be able to get a couple more cities and if I did if we kept
0: it that way. So we'll see, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it definitely I think it's amazing, and and just so I can, you know, a few things to kind of share. One, I know, um, obviously. Um, Courtney is a great resource with a bunch of different things. So if you know if you're listening to this and you're thinking of actually doing a market or something, probably in a different city uh, or state in most likely different state because I want her to kind of run all the ones in the city, uh, in the state of Florida. But if you have any in other areas, um, I definitely think she'd be a great resource to kind of ask some questions. I mean, obviously, um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted her to be there. I wanted to get the perspective of someone actually running events and creating events um, and creating these opportunities for us. Because um, I know for me, that was something that was huge for me to be able to sell and be part of these events. Um, And, you know, and I definitely think that, you know, the beauty of it is me, even when I don't attend these events, I try to share these events, um, you know, because I think it's very important. And I love I have so many great, you know, friends that I've gotten from this, from these events and talking to them and doing that. So I definitely think that if you have not um, ever or followed, um, especially if you live in the Central Florida area, um, you know, if you want, I figure you might probably do a better job than I do. Um, You want to give, you know, where people can find you and find Follow you um, and support you. Um, you know where where can they find you in social media and to be able to do all those things.
1: Okay, so um, I am a slacker. There there is a website that's still kind <laughs> of being created ten years later. Um, but on social media, uh, we are Deland Indie Market. Um, that's on Instagram and on Facebook, as well as Sanford Indie Market on instagram and facebook so that's the best way i will say that uh, our instagram uh, is a little more strong than our facebook right now as far as updates um, so i mean i i always share things to facebook but instagram you know you can look at all the stories every day and stuff like that so um so i would say if you know just just follow our instagrams for sure um, and then and then our facebook pages as well They're, they're not too bad, but Instagram just gets a lot more, a lot more time.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, it's also visual. I think it's like the visual aspect of it. People appreciate seeing those things. And I know you guys have, you have the links of how to become vendors um, at those events uh, as well on there. So that way they can kind of be able to apply and and go through the process of doing all that. So I definitely, uh, I think that's, you know, all, all things that are amazing. Um, Do you have any other tips, tricks, Ideas, thoughts, anything you want to share? I'd love uh, that. You know, I think any parting, uh, parting questions before my lunch break ends, um, and I gotta get back to work. Yes.
1: Um, let's see. I would say definitely, if you have something in mind for business, then and you want to do it, I think you should totally, one hundred percent, go for it, even if you have to you know, keep your full time job, don't give up on that passion. Um, if you have if you have that creativity in there, don't don't suppress it. Uh, just let, let it shine through and and follow, follow your dreams, because it just makes it makes such a difference in your life. You know, it's just I, I feel so grateful that uh, I've been able to, to really, you know, follow my passion and, and, and doing these markets really has just made me feel so great, so much lighter, um, because this is truly what I wanted to do. I, I didn't know that I wanted to do this really. Um, but, but this feeling that I have is wonderful. So if you, if you can, can follow, follow that dream, you should totally do it. So go for it.
0: Awesome. Well, that's our show for today. So thank you very much, Courtney, for being on and having lunch with me. Um, definitely make sure to check out the Deland Indie Market, Sanford Indie Market. Um, you can probably, also probably follow Courtney Ford events on Instagram as well. Um, and if you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe. Um, if you want to support, definitely check out my brand Deli Fresh Threads, um, do some shopping and definitely tell your friends. Um, thank you until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks guys.